everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm Lori Gottlieb. I'm the author of Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, and I write the Dear Therapist Advice column for The Atlantic. And I'm Guy Winch. I'm the author of Emotional First Aid, and I write the Dear Guy Advice column for TED. And this is Dear Therapists. This week, we're going to check in on a guest from season two to hear how they're doing a year later. First, a quick note. Dear Therapist is for informational purposes only. It does not constitute medical or psychological advice and is not a substitute for professional healthcare advice, diagnosis, or treatment. In the sessions you'll hear, all names have been changed for the privacy of our guests. So today we're catching up with Jennifer, and Jennifer's episode was called Jennifer's Fiancé's Instagram Flirtations. Jennifer had caught her fiancé messaging other women inappropriately on Instagram, and she felt stuck about how to address this with him. She also had a son from a previous marriage, and her fiancé had kids as well, and they were trying to blend the families, but she was in a financially insecure position, and she worried that she was dependent on her fiancé and therefore had little recourse. And her narrative throughout was very passive. The way she told her story made it seem like things just happened to her and that she had no agency in any of the things that, that were going on in her life, and that made her feel helpless. And so we helped her to see how her own narrative about her life was keeping her in the passenger seat and preventing her from really taking charge of her decisions. And here's a reminder of what was going on. Part of me is scared to find out if there's anything else that I don't know about. I'm scared to discover another lie because I feel like if there was another lie, that that would be the deal breaker. And then it's like, all these kids, all these kids are involved. I guess a part of me is scared if his true feelings came out, like, yeah, I love you, but I'm not in love. I feel so powerless in a way because of my financial situation. And I feel like if I did uncover that this wasn't something that I ultimately wanted, I'm stuck. You're listening to Dear Therapists. We'll be back after a short break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. 
that frustrating thing your mom does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Dear Therapist today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Dear Therapist. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. So now let's hear how Jennifer's doing a year later. Hi, Lori and Guy. This is Jennifer calling in to give an update about how my year has been since our session about my relationship with Dan. At this point, we are doing really well, better than ever, actually, and are still aiming to get married next October, we hope. But it got worse before it got better, I will say. He did another one of his, I think we'd be better off living separately, raising our kids separately, splitting up, move last April or so. And it was the worst that it had been. He didn't vacillate and it got to the point to where we told the kids, my son in particular was sad. It was the worst day of my life telling my son. But in true character to Dan, a week or so later, uh, reneged on it and, you know, wanted to really work things out. And at that point, it was ultimate ultimatum time for me. And I put us immediately into therapy. And it has been really great. It was kind of me dragging him, kicking and screaming, but he was very willing to do it to keep me. And I've seen a big change in him through the therapy process. And it really was the first time that I really saw that he was able to get his true emotions out. There was some anger, some grievance about the loss of his identity and how fast we had a child and his post-divorce stress and his life being taken over all of a sudden by a brand new family. And that was really at the root of everything that was going on. And it gave me an opportunity to express how serious and deeply wounded I was with the vacillation in him and just laying out that I absolutely am not going to tolerate that, that this was the last chance. And through the end of it, he 
has convinced me that he is over the grief that he felt and he wants this with us. He had really good insight when I went away for a few weekends that he knows that he does not want to be alone and how much he loves me. He wants our family. So I trust him. We're in a good place. I'd be lying if I said I'm 100% trusting. I'm still, there's still like a five to 10% part of me that wonders if we're ever really going to get married and if the rug will get pulled out. But we have set ourselves on a good path with the therapy. And I believe we have the communication tools through that to keep us solid. It's really helped a lot. But I would say the couple pieces of advice that I got from the session with you guys were one was part of the homework assignment, which was to get into the driver's seat with the narrative of my life. And that's just been something that I've been trying to live by when big decisions come up and just thinking about myself more in an empowered place versus a victim to my circumstances place. And it's really helped me to goal set and think about a vision for my life, for myself. I remember Lori saying, no matter what happens, I have always been able to land on my feet. I'm supported and I will be able to do that again. So that kind of gave me the strength and the resolve to when we did go through that breakup last April, I felt sure that I was going to leave, that I was not going to tolerate it. And it just set me on a path of determination to turn my life around and empower myself even more. And then something that guy said that really caught me was, he said, well, you know, maybe you could get what you want from Dan, but you have to ask for it and you have to be clear. That really stuck with me too about how much I kind of defer in my relationships. And it's helped me clarify with Dan what my needs are, what I'm looking for in the relationship and speak from a place of my own wants and needs. So it was really just kind of like a turning point, a stepping stone for me, that session of bringing everything to light and moving things in motion and just having a bit of outside support for my situation. It just kind of propelled me into an empowered place. And I finished my computer class that I had been working on throughout the year and I got myself a new job. I have left the cleaning business and I'm going to be working for a software development company and I'm really excited and spoke about my long-term vision there and the hopes of becoming a web developer or designer someday. So I got an entry-level position and I'm super excited and I know that this is going to give me the stability in myself that if things do go sideways with Dan, that I have a place of security to stand on financially. So I just really want to thank you guys. It's been an amazing year and just having this point of reflection with you guys too just kind of brings it full circle. I appreciate everything you do. So thank you so much. So I was really glad to hear Jennifer's update and I also have some concerns about her update. The glad part was she definitely does seem to be in the driver's seat. She's making decisions for herself. She's moving her own life forward. She's having a vision for a professional life in the kind of place where she can actually develop a career. That sounds great. 
The part I'm concerned about is the fact that there was yet another big incident with Dan about him breaking up. I don't know the number of this one, but you know, there've been quite a few. And while she's right to say, well, but we're in couples therapy, he's being able to express himself much more now and vent some feelings. So he's perhaps less likely to act out by trying to break up when he feels overwhelmed. I don't know where he is along the learning curve. And that was quite a consistent habit he had of feeling overwhelmed and reacting to it by breaking up. She did say to him that that was the absolutely last time. I do believe her that that was the absolute last time, primarily because she doesn't want to go through this with her son yet another time. If it's going to be another breakup, this will be the last time I think she puts her son through that with this particular person. But my hope is that she is strong enough that if she needs to break it off and move on, that she would do so. Well, guy, I share both parts of what you said, but maybe a little bit differently. I'm really glad that she has decided she's going to be in the driver's seat. When she looked back on her life, even before Dan, it was sort of like all these things just happened to her. And so now she's saying, wait a minute, I do have agency. And I love what she did by really moving forward and taking action and saying, I need to be able to stand on my own two feet. I also have this interest in web design. And so I'm going to take a computer class. I'm going to get a job at a software company. And that's going to put me on the path to becoming a web developer. And that will give me more freedom because I won't be so dependent financially on another person. The other part of it is, though, that the breakup also concerned me. The fact that when Dan gets flooded or overwhelmed or doesn't know what to do with his emotions, he breaks up with her. And this one was, I think, the first time that they shared it with her son, too. So it also had an effect on the son. But I was very glad to hear that her response to that was, we're going to couples therapy. And he didn't seem to want to go. It said, I dragged him there. But he went. And what came out there were some of the things that he wasn't able to share before. Things like, I was still dealing with just getting out of my divorce. It was very soon. I wasn't expecting to have another child so soon. And really being able to talk about what was motivating these kind of panics that he would have. So I think that that's a good sign that they're in therapy and doing that. I agree with you that she trusts him at this point more than maybe you and I do. And of course, we don't know him. But just hearing her story, it seemed like when they talked about the Instagram incidents, he wasn't really able to take responsibility for them back then. And I don't know if he is now that they're in therapy, but that's going to be really important in terms of rebuilding their trust. Does he acknowledge that what he did was crossing a line in their marriage instead of making excuses for it or saying, I'm sorry that you were hurt by this, as opposed to, I'm sorry that I betrayed your trust. I'm sorry I did something wrong. So I think that's going to be really important. Yes, I agree. We are more concerned than she is. If I recall correctly, they had discussed going to couples therapy a year ago and he was all on board. He wanted to do it before they were married and yet he didn't and then had the breakup and then she had to drag him to it afterwards. So I think he's someone who wants to do certain things, but is not in touch with himself so that when the moment happens, he kind of still acts out. And whether this release valve of therapy will be enough to prevent the acting out, that's the question mark, which we don't really know and maybe can't know until we hear another update from Jennifer at some point. I think that without therapy, I would have been much more pessimistic. There is a chance that with therapy, he will be able to find a different way to cope. 
Well, I think the most optimistic thing here is that once she realized that she would be okay if she left, she started setting boundaries. She started speaking up. She started saying, this is what I need. This is what we need. And she wasn't able to do that before because she thought, if I rock the boat, I don't know what I will do. I don't know how I will support my son. His quality of life will change drastically. It'll be very difficult, both for me and for my son. And my son is very happy in this situation. I think there was a lot going on in terms of the calculation she was making. And now she doesn't have to make that same calculation. And that frees her up to say, this is okay. This is not okay. If we reestablish trust, then I want to be in this. But if we can't, it's going to be okay. And I will find that with someone else. Yes, I think that change for Jennifer was absolutely huge. She went from being such a passenger to being such a driver in her own life and feeling very empowered as well all around. And that, I think, is the biggest news of this year, that that really continued and grew. And she really does feel that mm -mm -mm, this is my life. I'm going to make these decisions. She did set a boundary with him. I believe she will follow through with it if he doesn't improve sufficiently or has another breakup effort. Jennifer got in the driver's seat a year ago, and she is very much in it today. And part of being in the driver's seat is making sure that she doesn't compartmentalize some of the things that would raise red flags. For example, when Dan came back to her, he said, I don't want to be alone. And that was his reason for coming back. Now, maybe he said more and we're just not hearing it, but I don't want to be alone is not a reason to come back. So we'd want her to really get clear with him about why do you want to be with me in this relationship? What made you come back? What makes you want to be here? What makes you want to stay? And if he isn't sure about those things, that's something that they really need to explore in therapy and maybe even for him in some individual therapy. I'm very glad that they are in therapy because that's a great place for them to continue having these really important discussions. Next week, we're in session with Kate, who wants to break free from her people-pleasing tendencies. I felt even guiltier for leaving. I was in this impossible position of trying to split up my time between my brother and his family and my mom, and neither side would be happy with the amount of time spent with them. If you're enjoying our podcast, don't forget to subscribe for free so that you don't miss any episodes. And please help support Dear Therapist by telling your friends about it and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews really help people to find the show. If you have a dilemma you'd like to discuss with us, email us at laurieandguy at iheartmedia.com. Our executive producer is Noel Brown. We're produced and edited by Josh Fisher. Additional editing support by Helena Rosen, John Washington, and Zachary Fisher. Our interns are Ben Bernstein, Emily Gutierrez, and Silva Lifton. And special thanks to our podcast fairy godmother, Katie Couric. We can't wait to see you at our next session. Dear Therapist is a production of iHeartRadio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, 
and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.